0: kind of person who still thinks about their teenage crush? Well if you are then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's unnecessarily print out our airline tickets, grab your knitting needles, a blanket because it's time for four old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me Dion under the covers with Christian, welcome to Patchwork, Josh, welcome to Patchwork and Laura. Welcome to
1: Patchwork.
0: (laughs) 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 So before we get started this week, um, I wanted to share with you all a story of a friend who's a a very passionate listener of Welcome to Patchwork. We love people listening. We love getting feedback from our listeners. How does he passionately listen? <laughs> he passionately listens during sex, I'm assuming. Yeah. That's how he listens to Patchwork. But um, one thing he told me he does, which is very different from other people that listen to the podcast, is he listens at one and a half speed, which is... Too quick. It's far too quick. And oh,
1: I thought that meant that it was... Less fast. No,
0: no. It means it's... Oh, this is, this is Laura Dunnaman, by the way. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? Is oh,
1: hell... Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> we started talking and now it's time for Dion to introduce me. <laughs>
0: so now it's time for me to introduce Laura. So Laura's a stand-up comedian in Melbourne. She's been in a bunch of comedy festival shows, uh, Fringe Festival um, shows as well, and also uh, most recently was in Hamish and Andy's uh, True Stories uh, on TV. Um, but Laura's going to be joining us uh, today.
1: Hello boys
0: so yeah so this friend of mine listens to the um to the podcast in one and a half time so christian i've set up a clip that i'd like you to play the actual one and a half speed recording and it absolutely kills all the timing all the comedy everything about it says the
2: guy who's doing it yeah (laughs) that's
0: right that's right so christian can you play that clip for me sure well Wait, there the truth comes out finally. Wait, yeah. so what do you what would you prefer to wear if you didn't wear underpants? Nothing. Really? Yeah. Do you ever <laughs> wear pants <laughs> without underpants? Currently. <laughs> Be honest with us. Currently. Photo, so, <laughs> Facebook.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so 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 it doesn't, as you can hear, That's it doesn't nuts. work. Yeah, it's really, really that stupid. That is a completely different experience. Yeah, so it doesn't make it funnier.
1: Can I just say, because I've been listening to a few of your podcasts before I came on today, just in preparation to know the vibe, yeah. you all have this particular way of talking and it does come through in that 1.5 speak. Really? Yeah, <laughs> right. You do this thing where you're like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. Yes, yes, because like that. You're like... That's exactly what I said
2: (laughs) So it doesn't ruin the timing at all then It's fine Yeah yeah, he just did it it then So it doesn't ruin it it. Yeah
3: (laughs) I wonder whether it'll still work If we just remove the words And just made kind of sounds
1: Yeah (laughs) You could do it (laughs) crunting You're like Because
0: Do you know what I am actually going to blame Josh for that, oh, thanks, I, mate. I, I, no, no, no. Well, I think you. I think we get that intonation of speech yeah. from you because I have right. known
1: Josh for a long time. We've been friends for quite a while, and so I used to. Li- I used to live with you for yep. a little while as well, mm. and you have always talked like this. You have always talked like
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> Very efficient man with my words. I know what I want
0: to say, and I say it. And
1: then when I started listening to the podcast, I was like the other two are starting to talk about <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. It's like yes. someone that has an accent.
0: But I was always really impressionable. There was this guy that I went to school with. His name was Noah. And I went to school with him and he grew up in the country and he loved football, but he talked in a really Australian accent. So what happened was I got to know this guy. And so whenever he used to come around, I used to start <laughs> talking <to laughs> like this to my parents. And they're like, "Damn, what's happened? I was like, I, I don't know. What do you mean? What's, what's happened? And then he'd leave. <laughs> And I'd revert to being my normal pompous self. I don't (laughs) want you hanging around with that boy anymore, dear. (laughs) (laughs) He's having too much of an Australian impact on you. It's not happening. Um, So anyway, what I decided to do was um, rather than play back the podcast at one and a half times speed and it be less funny, I wondered if playing it at half speed would make it more funny. (laughs) So Christian, can you just play that clip and let's see if half speed is funny. I would love to hear from our listeners what whether they have great games that they play in the park because you can't the
2: spaceship, read The Trip. Spaceship game's really good. What's
0: the spaceship game? I, I
2: don't wanna explain it now, but it's like I'm going on a spaceship and I'm gonna take Stop and it. you take two <laughs> items
0: and there's a relationship between those so as you can hear, Josh is going on a spaceship somewhere. But um but what you can hear from that is the podcast is actually enhanced yes. when you listen to it at half speed. Yes, absolutely. So our podcast usually runs for about 40 minutes. We recommend you set aside now about an hour and ten <laughs> minutes to listen to our podcast at half speed. Did we all sound so drunk? Yeah. It's just like yeah. let me tell you what. Just a little bit more, Christian.
2: Between those words. <laughs> And the other people have to work out what the relationship is. It,
3: it is amazing.
2: I think that that informs so
3: much it's who like you high. become later in life, <laughs> Dion. What? No, because, because I think that Josh's ability that. to access information...
1: <laughs>
2: nah, man, don't be crazy. <laughs>
1: One time I accidentally started listening to a podcast at double speed and I was so confused. I was like, what is wrong with these people? They're hyperactive.
2: I had a lot of friends who at uni used to listen to lectures at sped up like one and a half times, that kind of thing. And that was, I'm like, I don't know if you're absorbing it all. You're not taking notes Mm. clearly. You're just trying to go,
0: I listened to the lecture. I listen to it.
1: That's the equivalent of speed reading.
0: That's a good point. Can you speed read? No I did a speed reading course And You did uh, a
1: speed reading course I did a speed reading course (laughs)
2: How do they teach you speed reading?
0: There's a methodology to speed reading How the
1: F does a speed reading course And how much do you have to pay? Is it covered by your hex? So the the
0: only way that Covered by Medicare? So the only way I can describe it for you now is if we I can I can talk about it for 10 minutes, but if we can speed this up about five times, I can actually teach the whole course. Um, but um, what we what you do what we do in the industry is um, is you have a page so let's let's imagine a novel and you actually look at chunks of words rather than individual words. How bigs a chunk? Ah uh, three to four words and really? you
1: just and you just fill in the gaps you just figure out yeah. what it probably says yeah
0: and it's amazing what you can pick up from speed reading and, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really useful tool. Well, there's that thing that
2: if you look at a word that's been jumbled with the letters, so long as the first and the last letter are exact, are the, how they should yeah. be, no matter what the configuration of those correct letters in the middle, you still read it perfectly fine. I love that that is some revelation you've had, Josh. That is 100% something that's been posted on Facebook like a thousand okay, times Okay, good. Cool. We'll cut it out there. Don't worry, guys. Sorry to try <laughs> and lighten doing, some you're of you're you. You're
0: doing the
1: talk again. <laughs> yeah. oh, fine. Fine. We'll cut it out. We'll yeah. cut it out there. <laughs> Okay, let me just start this conversation by asking who here is afraid of flying? Anybody?
0: Nope. Nope. Contextually. (laughs) Why do you ask, Laura?
1: Oh, well, because I'm actually terrified of flying and I had to fly last week. I flew to Hobart to do a comedy gig and then I flew back again. And I'm here, I'm alive and I it, this thing happened, right? I've got a lot of different processes to get through flying, yeah. a lot of different things that I put in place to help with my fear. It's very common. I like the thought that when you're on a plane, there's maybe like what, like 300 people on an aeroplane or mm-hmm. well, there's a big aeroplane, but yeah. say this.
3: Is that a big aeroplane though?
1: I think that's a big airplane. I
3: have no idea what's a big airplane.
1: Say there's 150 people on an airplane. That's like a standard domestic flight. Sorry, can we just
3: can I just interrupt you? What do you mean you have no idea what a big airplane is? Some people are like, oh, that's the A380. That's going to be a great flight. No idea. Do
1: you know what I I base that number on? Is when there's a really big crash. They say how many <laughs> how many perished. <laughs>
2: how many souls. Yeah, how
1: many souls were lost. Um, but anyway, I figured out that I'm much better on an aeroplane if I just don't talk about it. And because I often fly with my partner, his name is Dan, and he's fine on aeroplanes. He flies on aeroplanes all the time.
0: Laura, do you take a, a relaxant? Uh, before you get on the plane or do you take uh, hard drugs before you get on the plane?
1: I used to drink alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. H- how do you find that? Um, well, I don't do it anymore because I've found that a really good method has been to be at one with the aeroplane. Oh. So I'm stone with cold aeroplane. sober. I used to put on like headphones. I used to close my eyes so I could try and just get drunk and pretend I wasn't yeah. in the <laughs> air. But now I... Request a window seat. Yep. I listen to the noises. You
3: request the window seat. I request, I look out the window
1: and I see the plane working and I trust in the plane.
3: What do you mean you see the plane working? I
1: see it flying in the sky (laughs) with me inside it. But that's
3: what I was saying to you before, why it was contextual for me, because I'm fine in the plane. What annoys me is that people complain about flying as a general experience. I love flying. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. It's Mm -hmm. relaxing for 24 hours. People hand deliver you food. It's great. Until the moment you open the window and you suddenly realise,
2: oh, fuck, I'm flying. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that I always love about flying is there's this great thing of You literally can't do anything else. It's like, I'm just stuck here for 20 hours. I can guilt-free, watch movies, play games, whatever, because I can't do anything else. It's a beautiful period of time. They give you
3: hot food. Hot food. People do not appreciate that you are getting a hot, delicious meal in the sky. Why is the heat so important to you? I could understand if they bulk brought on sandwiches that were pre-made. No, 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 no. You're not getting sandwiches. You're getting a hot meal. I'm back
0: to Josh's point. What's the big deal with the heated food?
1: Well, Who because cares if say you say you're on a 14-hour flight. You're a, you're a
0: guest here. Don't back up, Christian.
1: <laughs> say you're on a 14-hour flight. They need to somehow heat that food up in the plane. Yep. It's the bloody huge. They have huge... a kitchen in it, the plane. Yeah, and they've got practically four big fuck off engines as well. to heat it up with. <laughs> and it's in the sky. And it's in the
0: sky.
2: <laughs> I think if they've worked out how to move a bloody metal husk through the air, they could work out how to put a fucking heater in the bloody plane. Favourite part of that
0: sentence was the word husk. husk. I don't know if it was for the listeners as well.
1: Um, One way that I've managed another method to combat my fear, right, is that I've made a pact with Dan that when we fly together, he, and I got this from another friend of mine who's also terrified of flying, he's promised that if the plane crashes, in the process of it diving to the ground, he's promised to Punch me until I pass out. <laughs> and then that's it's an like the one. perfect cure because then I'll just miss it all. And
3: and so what happens when the plane comes back up from yeah. that dive? Everyone's fine, and then there's <laughs> heaps of and footage of your boyfriend beating you the up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That punched his partner in the so, so
2: who makes the call there? Do you make the call or does he make the call? Does he punch just me, start again? <laughs> or do you go, I think it's oh, we time we're going dis- down. We
1: haven't discussed that. You I think it would it probably be me that makes the call because he probably doesn't want to punch me in the face, <laughs> yeah, I'm I guessing
2: <laughs> probably, he probably doesn't want to punch me in the face. But I was
1: also talking before about alcohol, right? I just yep. wanted to tell this story because I used to get drunk all the time before I would get on a flight. Like no matter what time of day I'd have a glass of champagne it was necessary. <laughs> And one time I went up to Sydney with my mum and my sister for like a Sydney girls weekend Ooh. and we Woohoo <laughs> Ow Ow <Yeah. laughs> And we went <laughs> you gonna use that as a sound bite? Yes, we now. will. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, we went to the airport And the woman at the checkout was like Now, I could actually get you on a flight And maybe you could get out before this big storm hits (laughs) And we're like, what? I was
3: like, what storm? (laughs) That's so cool. And my
1: mum is as equally afraid of flying as I am She was like, what storm? (laughs) Like that (laughs) So we had to fly on this plane That was definitely going to be going through a storm They said, okay, your aeroplane is probably going to be the last one Before this massive storm hits And you know that in like Sydney Like they can get really big storms And I looked at it on bomb mm-hmm. on um, Bureau of Meteorology. Don't say that on the plane, either. <laughs> <laughs> bomb, um, and it was like you know when it goes red. It was red. Yeah, yeah. So A yeah. big storm Serious, was coming, yeah. right? And I was like, I have to get drunk. And I called. I was like, I am definitely getting drunk. And so I called. Um, Dan up, he was in Melbourne and I was like, we're gonna have to go through a storm on the aeroplane like, right? I'm gonna have
2: he's to get like, my mum to punch me
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not on the plane mum's gonna have to punch me and he, and he was like, it's not a big deal, aeroplanes fly through a storm all the time, I don't know He he's very good at tough love with me like just don't give it any attention yep. and I was like, okay oh, I will call you when we get to Melbourne Like that And he's like He's like No, you'll just come home Because it's not a big deal You don't need to tell me that you've landed Because of course you'll land and I was like, I'll call you when we're boarding. He's like, no, you definitely don't need to call me when you're boarding because you, this is a you, regular fly. Are
2: you drunk during this conversation not or not? yet, right? Well, and oh, okay. so they're tears. No, they're just
1: tears. Okay. <laughs> oh, you thought I was, you need to slow it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, and then I was like, I think I'm going to go and get a glass of champagne now. <laughs> And he goes, no, you need to get a glass of concrete and water because you need to toughen the fuck up.
0: (laughs) Wow. Go (laughs) Dan.
1: Yeah. And I was like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <So> that-
3: <laughs> Presumably, if you swallow the concrete, though, that it affect the plane stability. Probably would, <laughs>
1: because yeah, it, it, you know they weigh everything. Yeah. But yeah. then, um, then I got on the flight, and my mum has her own things for combating, you know, fear of flying. She needs to hold the hand of whoever she's sitting next oh. to. Oh. She has asked strangers Great. to hold her hand wow. until the seatbelt sign comes off. Right. And so we were like, let's hold each other's hands. Right. And so we went off and it was bumpy, like it was pretty bumpy. <laughs> and we we're holding each other's hands like so tightly, like gripping it for about 10 minutes while the seatbelt sign was on. And then all of a sudden it went off and we like just like moved our hands slightly and we realized they were both. Sopping wet. <laughs>
0: That'd be awful. I just—I was just imagining next to the um the seatbelt sign, hand holding sign, <laughs> <laughs> requiring yeah. people to hold hands, exactly. <laughs> and and it gets
2: wetter yes. and wetter. And there's like <laughs> drop droplets of water next to it. So, with your fear of flying, Laura, has number of flights affected it at all? So, like the sheer volume—if you're doing more and more flights—does that make it any better or not?
1: I think it's sort of like an actor that they say your last gigs. Your you last gig's your best gig Or you last, you, your gig is as bad as your last gig Is that no, how they say it? Not familiar it? with that phrase and
0: <laughs> Nor how it relates to aviation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's time for Oh wow of the week Oh wow Oh wow Oh wow
1: Oh wow
0: <laughs> A sperm whale's sonar clicks are so loud They can do physical harm to divers <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> the other weekend, I went to have dinner with a few friends and I was driving and we were going to a bar afterwards. So the dinner finished and we went out to the, we went out to the car and one of the friends, James, stayed inside and I was with my friend Chris. We were walking back to the car and I unlocked it and I jumped in the driver's seat. Chris made a very strange decision. He jumped in the back seat. Mm. So, I'll set this up to you again. Front seat empty, Chris jumps in the back. Now, I think back to when I was a child. I reckon every single drive that I used to have with my sister, we would before that before we even got started, it would it would be tears fighting for that front
2: seat. Whereas Chris, he's an only child. But did he? <laughs> was your That's other friend? Point. Was your other friend coming to join you? Yeah, he was. But yeah, so he knew. I'm going to save the seat for him.
3: He's yeah. just
1: being a gentleman. Yeah,
2: yeah. So this
3: is this is what it comes down to. He was being a gentleman, but what he was thinking was, oh, James has longer legs than I do. I'll take the back seat. There is no
2: way that I would ever give anyone the front seat. The front seat is the power seat in the car. So many people I know are always like to me, oh, Josh, you can sit in the front. You're really tall. And which is weird because I actually don't need the extra length. I squash up really well. Like I really like a back seat sitting there on planes as well. The feet, the chair back towards me. So I can like put my knees up on it. I love that.
1: Yeah, I can picture you because you, you Josh, you compact and you... (laughs) You fold, you're like human origami. It's great. You (laughs) fold, you fold up. Your knees are often in close proximity to your face. Yeah, it's It's very comfortable.
0: Laura looks like a praying mantis at the moment.
1: (laughs) My arms are in the position that Josh's legs would normally be.
0: And her antlers
3: are sky high as well. (laughs) But but sitting in the back seat, do you not feel inferior
0: to those in the front? No, because I'm not insecure about my life, mate. Good point. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm very interested to hear, when you got on a school bus, were you cool enough to sit in the back seat or were you right up the front next to the bus driver? Um,
3: I (laughs) I never succumbed to the pressures of where the cool kids sat. I used to sit where my friends were.
0: And so where, where were the they? Back. Not yeah, the back. Yeah, not the back.
3: Presumably, <laughs> well, so right at the you're front. We want to see. No, 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 no. I'm, yeah, I am a bit of a sheep, <laughs> but but yeah, I like being at the front because
2: I like looking out the front window. I like to see where we're going. But I don't think there's any stigma to do with what seat you're sitting. in. If anything, there's a hundred percent stigma. If anything, the back seat's better because you've got less responsibility. In the front yeah. seat, you're probably looking after music. You're looking after climate control. You're looking after navigation traditionally. Conversation. Yeah, you've got, yeah, got to drive and that In the
1: back seat, you can relax You can go on your phone if you want yep. to You can just chime in with little tidbits yeah. No one is looking at you
3: Yeah, but think about the the dictatorship of the person in the front seat They get con- they get to control where the seat is They go backwards and forwards they, they get to control the airflow If they put that front window down In the back seat, you're fucked <laughs> You are, that is just yeah. like a hurricane That's What's a good that,
0: point What's
2: that weird like noise That thumping noise that happens When you open just one window You know how it's like I don't understand that Yeah it's the same that we don't understand flying
3: But we still do it And
1: then if it's doing that right And you're the driver You always seem really finicky When you request that one It happened to me the other day I was like Can somebody please just change How high they have their windows Because it is doing that weird thumping thing And everyone was like
0: uh, oh, Jesus, okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: You
3: have to be s- sort of a mediator while you're driving You have to kind of be the parent to the front and the back seat
1: <laughs> Yeah.
2: I find now that I've become absolutely rubbish at navigating Like I used to know when I started oh. driving I didn't have my phone always with na- maps navigation And I used to be able to go, cool, I'm going here I'll follow this road And I'd look at the Melways beforehand and work at my route I'm useless at that
0: now So mm-hmm. when people like you lose that ability I lose faith in humanity I'm mm-hmm. like, that is such an important thing like area of the brain mm. that's currently not being used by people, and it's so sad to hear that. Well, go. I think
2: it's 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 not so much losing it; it's that I want the traffic <laughs> updates. Like that's a big part of it. Yeah, I want to know what the traffic's doing so I can divert around it.
1: I will look for traffic updates, but then I let my mind and my natural sense of direction guide me that's after good. that. Yeah, natural wow. sense of direction. So you're I'm, so you're at have, one with the car. I have yeah, yeah. an incredible sense of direction. I don't boast about myself that much, but you take me somewhere I can. Always find my way. I'm like a homing pigeon. <laughs> I can I can get anywhere just on my senses.
2: How'd you go getting here?
1: I Google Maps. Use Google Maps. <laughs> but I've never been here before. Yeah, yeah. But I won't use Google Maps going home.
0: Great. I'm imagining. Wow.
1: That's amazing.
0: Really? And what do you like in new cities when you go to a new city in the world? Do you like pop up? I'll never forget. I went to Edinburgh ten years ago. I was with a friend. We took the train got up to street level, he knew exactly where to go there without even looking at a map. It was unbelievable. Yeah, when
2: we were at v- in Vietnam together, Dion, you were rubbish at that. Yeah, like, I would have a map and go, cool, we're here and we need to go here. Yeah. Let's turn left here and face this direction. Yeah, my
0: spatial awareness is really, really I bad. think
1: with those tourist hmm. towns, though, those big tourist destinations, I think they often arm... Like, they all have the major things. They all usually have a body of water. They've mm. got a railway station. They've yep. got a big church. Like, you, they've got all but the major things. I've never things. thought but of
3: Exactly. And what you're saying, you take for granted because Dion would never think, oh, I'll orientate myself by the big body of water, by the train station. Where
0: am I relative to these mm. things? I love this. I love that I potentially have just learned how to navigate <laughs> any city in the world from our guest on today. Now,
1: <laughs> now we just need to enter you into the amazing race. <laughs> <laughs> and Man, only go
2: to city. That has one body of water,
1: one church,
3: one post office. Wait, wait wait, wait a minute. What do you mean? What do you mean there are two bodies of water here?
1: We cannot go anywhere that has a lake and a river, such as Melbourne. (laughs) Can I just ask also, um, when you're in, you're talking about like front and back seat dynamics, right? Sure. So thanks for getting back onto that. (laughs) Okay. This is a pertinent question, right? Because I don't know the answer to it. Say there's three of you in the car, right? Two people in the front, one person in the back. The first person that gets dropped off back to their house happens to be mm. the person that's been sitting in the front. What, what should happened? happen yeah. to the person in the back? Because then you have a chauffeur driver situation.
3: 100% you go to the front. you got to get out if, of the car straight to the front. Even
1: if the drive is less than five minutes.
3: 100%. Because
0: it's rude to sit what? at the back. No. no. Yes. I lo-
1: I, no. Like, oh, I love watching
0: Josh then because Josh is like on board with Christian at the start, and then you could tell he was sort of veering a little bit. No. So you reckon if it's a two-minute extra drive, you get in the fr- so get out and get it's in the a front timing seat.
2: thing. So as soon as you pull up for the first person, you just both get out of yep. the car at the yep. same yep. time. You don't stop and wait, and the first person goes out. Yep. you're go, Oh, gee, should I move to the front? Yeah, maybe yep. I will. Just the time spent of the first person getting out, you get out as well, and move to the front. But what yep. if
1: it's literally like a two-minute drive? Still move. Yeah. Why? No. The because What's the, the car. Is
2: Stopping anyway, and there's time for someone to get out of the car, so you're not wasting any time. Doesn't right. answer my question. What's the purpose? To uh, feel at one with the driver That's and right. be courteous to sit up the you're, front with them. Yes,
3: you're not. It's your that person is giving you a lift, they're not your chauffeur. It's not a taxi. You know what? Uh, do you guys sit in the back at taxis when you get in them?
1: I do because, disgusting. I'm, a woman. because I'm disgusting. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're a woman, it's disgusting. <laughs>
0: I don't because I'm a man.
1: (laughs) Here's an option, right? If it's less than five minutes drive, the person stays in the back, but you make a witty gag to each other to acknowledge the situation.
3: Okay, I I will compromise slightly with you, Laura. Someone gets out of the car, out of the front seat, You're in the back seat. It's a less than five-minute drive. You better make sure you're driving that conversation.
1: Yes. The responsibility goes to the person in the back 100%. Onus
0: entirely shifts. For you, for everything. I'd Mm. hate to think if Christian was driving that conversation. What was in the last patch? Do you like barbecues? How do you barbecue? How do you barbecue? (laughs) Yeah, well... (laughs) Come on.
2: that put me on the spot. I don't understand what's so what's your huge issue with your Dion Moore of why would you bother? Yes. Why it's very easy to do it though because you're an, you're an equal with the person driving. No jo-
3: point. No Josh, point. Not Josh with the energy. I, look at who
2: you're talking to. <laughs> Effort
3: versus <laughs> s- making someone feel comfortable.
1: <laughs> but also can I say this is coming from the man that doesn't use Bowls, so that he cannot have the washing up. I thought you would be the one that wants to minimise any energy loss. So
0: true. That's such a you good don't point.
1: want to wash a bowl, but you will get out of a car and go and sit in another yeah, seat. Look,
0: if the bowl, you was, are
1: contradicting yourself. Yeah.
2: If the bowl was another human being who had yes. feelings. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but that's yeah. why you make the witty gag. You acknowledge the feelings. <laughs> but th-
2: there's no time loss, though. That's my thing. It's like if someone's getting out, you're getting out at the same time, and then you get to give a nice little hug to the person. Who's he's leaving A
0: hug never yeah. give, You've never given me a hug You don't I've hug <laughs> Wow I'm going You don't hug Okay maybe oh. I don't hug a lot But okay It's an You just an crimp
1: yourself up Like an accordion
3: <laughs> Josh I really want to back you up But I'm terrified at the moment <laughs>
0: Laura, as our first guest, we asked you if you could bring in something from your life of significance and you've chosen something you're clutching in your hot little hands.
1: My sweaty hands. (laughs) What have you got there? I have my teenage scrapbook. Oh, wow. I think it's just me trying to share a little piece of my life with... (laughs) Me as sixteen like a year old Laura.
2: Little time capsule. Yeah.
1: So here we've got our front page here, I'll just describe it. We can always take some photos. Yeah, Welcome yeah, to socials. Um so the front page I've titled Laura's Memories. Oh. Um and it's a picture of uh, me with Porky Pig at Movie World. <laughs> Classic
2: memories um, Classic there.
1: memories, of course. I've also um glued <laughs> I've also glued in all of my Met cards and movie tickets. <laughs> That's That's great. Great. I've got That's great. I've got heaps of them. I've got a page dedicated to the first season of Big Brother. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god. <laughs> I've got Sarah, all
2: the Is that Sarah
3: Marie? Sarah
1: Marie. I've got Sarah, a picture of Sarah Marie, and in sparkly pen, I've written "I heart Sarah Marie" Ooh. on her forehead. But why did
3: you heart Sarah Marie?
1: Because she was the best. She, she spoke did. her mind. She was genuine. She Did the
3: bum I, dance I love she it. Did
1: the bum dance I love
3: it if you just regressed to this person <laughs> as the as the pages turn. Well, this is slowly. Big, you
1: know, you call your podcast "Welcome to Patchwork." This is the tapestry of my life. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'm sharing
3: it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Scrapbook
1: <laughs> um, But I did want to highlight one thing that I found That I thought would be interesting to talk about um, That we can take a picture of It's a cut out picture of Orlando Bloom oh, I think amazing. Circa Lord of the Rings yep. And I have cut out a picture of my face <laughs> And then I've I've put a uh, red texture around both of our faces in the shape of a love heart. And it's,
2: and it's not like what you do these days of like maybe trying to make it look like, oh, we're standing in the photo together. It's literally Laura's disembodied head yeah. floating <laughs> next to Orlando <a> Blues. <laughs> There's not even an accurate size comparison.
3: <laughs> I know, Your head I know.
0: is. is <laughs> but also, you look. You incredibly bored in the photo as well. I look incredibly
1: well. bored, <laughs> slightly pissed off. Yeah. As well. Anyway, I thought it would be interesting to discuss. Uh, Teenage crushes (laughs) (laughs) Because I'd love to hear A male perspective
2: There's I think with women It was always It's more like Pretty boys And that kind of Like I was thinking Mm. I I recently Because I moved I moved rooms In my house And I actually found I don't know I've kept them But I found All the old FHM and Ralph (laughs) Magazines You kept them? Yeah just And it was really funny To look through them It was like 2001 Sexiest woman alive And all this kind of stuff And I realised I think for like Teenage boys The sort of Crush side of it There's actresses and stuff But I think it's very much A sexual thing Whereas I think Women with like Heartthrob guys It's a kind of Different vibe to
0: it Is that true? It's kind of like It's like a, a dream A potential a lifestyle,
1: it's yeah, it is it's more about the idea of the person rather than their actual looks. But I think that's mm. how women work in the real life as well. Like, if somebody yeah. does any form of domestic chore, I am in, but if, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, I'm like bins out, done.
0: <laughs> you should watch Christian, but to-
1: you- top off. I do not care.
0: Dan, look out. Watch how Christian cleans <laughs> a kitchen. Yeah. It is one of the sexiest things <laughs> of, I've ever bit seen. Bit of
1: sweat on your brow.
0: Yeah, I really get in there. Yummy. It's, <laughs> <not laughs> it's not that. He just he just knows his way around the kitchen so well. And the, gra- the way he grabs a tea towel and, and sort of, um, bu- I don't even know what you do, buff sort of bits my,
3: up. The- my favourite thing to do is to get slightly frustrated before I start.
2: Yeah, because like I build myself oh, into get this kind yeah, of, get, get Yeah, I build
3: myself into this kind of rage internally, yeah. <laughs> so that as I'm cleaning, I relieve that rage. So what people don't realize though is he
0: often does this at Dion's house. Yeah, completely unasked. Do you
1: clean Dion's house? Yeah, and it's, it's
0: filthy. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good when it happens because suddenly I'll just see Christian appear in the kitchen towards the end of the night. He starts. I don't know what no, he does, but, but like you scuffing missing. and buffing. And- but exactly what Christian was
2: saying is there these moments leading up to it where you see Christian being like, oh. oh And me and Dion look at each other and be like, It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. And then someone's
0: mom. And then yeah. (laughs) And then Josh sort of tries to talk and like and try and um, divert Christian's attention with conversation. And I usually signal to Josh and go, No, 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 he's cleaning, he's cleaning. Just let him do his thing, let him do his thing. La- last
3: time I was in Dion's kitchen, there was like a half a tomato just no. smooshed into the bench.
0: What? Like, kind of say, I live with two people. Like it's not like I live oh, on no, my no, own no. and they are mushrooms smooshed. No, 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 just no, no, no.
1: because you didn't put the tomato there doesn't mean that <laughs> you not clean you so it up. Much.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
3: And that and that is the principle that governs because no one admits who did it. Therefore, they'll all look at each other and go, who's gonna clean this up? That
1: is <laughs> no kind of government. Government, because you know, if you just think, oh, some—it's not my tomato. Someone else, yeah, it's true. That's when a tomato sits on a bench for weeks on end. I should take
3: ownership. I'm doctors without borders. I'm just coming in there.
1: You are doctors without (laughs) borders.
3: Christian sans (laughs) frontières.
2: Josh. Did you have a particular crush when you were growing up? Well, I remember there was a girl, like not so much a celebrity crush, but my grade six added very, very heavily inverted Cobber's girlfriend, uh, where the peak of our relationship Yuck. was at the muck up day of grade six where I uh smushed
1: a muck up day in grade, in grade six oh, like,
2: well you ran down to the park on the last day and just everyone ran, a, ran amok ran a muck and had stuff. Mucked up and, the trees. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. But yeah, the peak of our relationship did was me. Had,
1: sorry, did you have a Primary school schoolies, <laughs> 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 uh, grade six school, grade six What
0: well, would that consist of? Right. Just sneaking heaps of sugar into the school. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> we went, we
2: went to Chadston to the movies
0: you for
1: you a went week. Went to Chadston <laughs> and you had heaps of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a sore stomach. <laughs> <laughs> sore
3: stomach. I was on
2: the toilet all morning. <laughs> and there was some toolies who were like fifteen.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, so I had I had a, my grade six girlfriend Where nothing had ever happened to between us at all And all that happened The peak of it was me Smooshing some shaving cream into her face <laughs> at least, Like what? that was me showing affection, I guess At least really? it wasn't a tomato, I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like I had a I think I had a letter from her And it was like and I think, because I, I still keep all that kind of stuff in a drawer
0: somewhere. I love and how that's sprayed. a throwaway thing that Josh said. You know, I still keep all that stuff from 20 that's years cool, ago. Oh, my oh, gosh! So, sorry, look at the woman with her bloody scrapbook who's coming here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got me for keeping a lot of <laughs> That's for comedic value. Yours is for your life. I'm using it as comedic value right now <laughs> if you let
2: me talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. the perfume. <laughs> it was sprayed with perfume, still smells to this day. Oh. Really? Yeah.
0: Do you find that smell still an erotic smell, Josh?
2: As grade as a grade six was not erotic at all. No, but Is it something that you're attracted to? It avo- you it, it's evocative. That? It's evocative, yeah, not yeah, erotic. Yeah, yeah right. I'm glad <laughs> yeah, to it brings that up <laughs> memories. It's a very clear memory of that time and that that uh, young lady.
0: Erocative.
1: <laughs> Erocative, I like that word.
0: My first kiss was incredibly teethy. Oh. And and I thought and like it was happening. I was like, really? Is this is this all there is to it? It was just all teeth. It was
1: I awful. I think teenage kisses might be quite teethy in general. Really, I, I no I one's good at kissing yet. I can't imagine at that age. going yeah. in into somebody with all teeth first. Well, Laura, did
0: you practice
1: kissing on an orange? On oh, an orange, oh, really? or yeah. wow. sometimes on the shower window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Christian, yeah, me too. <laughs> Christian's just nodding.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. But I didn't do it on an orange. I did it on a mango because it was. It was <laughs> Because I'm not... Talk
1: it, about me like I'm crazy yeah. for doing it on an orange... Did you, like, well, yeah, that is crazy. There's it's a just, lot of citrus But your acid. one is more exotic and harder to that's get right. in season. Why like, would you waste <laughs> it okay. I'm You lo- would eat it.
0: Christian's love life was in seasons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but at it's le- not mango season. used to go to
3: Queensland to practice. But <laughs> at least you can get turned on by a mango. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> really really good you know what's really really good really really good you know what's really really
0: good do you know what's really good when you find something at an opportunity shop which is exactly what you're looking for well below recommended retail price <laughs> really, oh, good. really, good. really, really, really good. good really good you know what's really good,
1: you know what's really good? <laughs> When you think your watch is broken, but then you go to the local mall to get the battery changed and it works again, it wasn't broken at all. The battery was just flat. Really
3: Really good, really good,
2: really good.
3: You know what's really good? Using your mouth to clean a piece of cutlery. Ah, Really (laughs) good, really good, really good. (laughs) good.
2: Do you know what's really good? A bank error in your (laughs) favour.
3: Really good, really good. (laughs)
0: You know what's really good? When you find the correct size Allen key. <laughs> oh, really, really good. Really, really, good, really good,
2: good. Really good.
1: You know what's really good? <laughs> when your workplace implements such a high standard of oh that you leave work every day feeling safe and your loved ones can rest easy that you're coming home in one piece oh, tonight. That's really, really, good, good, really, really good. Really good.
3: You know what's really good? buying a pair of shoes and not having to completely re-thread the laces. Ah,
1: really <laughs> good. Really
2: good. Really good. really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? When an email contains hyperlinks instead of copy-pasted URLs. <laughs> ah, really, really, good. Good. really good. Really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really really good.
0: Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patrick this week. Laura, it's been a pleasure having you oh, on. Thank you, boys. And you have a comedy festival show on.
1: Yes. Well, I'm not doing a um, solo stand-up show, as often a lot of stand-up comics do. <laughs> um, I will be doing a, a group show. Um, Geraldine Hickey, she's a comedian yeah. about town. We'll be doing a late-night show at the Victoria Hotel called It's My Show on Friday and Saturday nights at 11 o'clock.
0: Awesome. We'll, we'll be along to that. And, Josh, you also have a comedy festival show uh, called Game Boys can yes. you tell us a little bit about uh, that?
2: so doing comedy festival game with my brother in the comedy duo called Game Boys um, and our show this year is called the wide world of eSports um, we're opening on April 9 and we'll be at trades hall I think it would be a good idea as well Josh
3: to organize a patchwork night so we so whoever does listen to this pod- podcast <laughs> if there's any of you let us know on the Facebook page when you'd like to go to Josh's show Dion and I will make sure that we're there as well. And we'll interact with you. Have a a (laughs) night out.
0: And buy you a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't promise that. So feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, My patch
2: this week was Laura, who's drunk, practicing kissing on an aeroplane window. (laughs) (laughs) And Christian, uh, what patch did you sew this week? Josh,
3: my patch for this week is me on a flight to Hobart. Noticing a squashed tomato on my tray table and using Laura's sweaty hand to clean it up. (laughs) Laura, what did you sew into your patch this week?
1: Well, it would seem that we're all on the same spot (laughs) this week because I've sewn into my patch Christian making out with a mango on a plane that's doomed, killing all 350 souls on board. (laughs) And Dion, what did you sew in your patch this week?
0: So this week I sewed uh, me holding Laura's sweaty hand throughout the duration of this recording. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian.
1: And I've been Laura. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Ta-ta. Know what's <laughs> really good.
0: <laughs> Is it even your turn?
1: <laughs> 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 it's not even your <laughs> turn. It's Deon. <day> <laughs> <It's day on. laughs>